it has all the the bulgers in the right place, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because any we, we <laughs> yeah, I said it. It's time for loud pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 142. We have some Indian options to talk about and a little smackdown for Indian on the flat track circuit. Harley's got some clutch issues and we're preparing for a roundtable episode. Brother Hogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you're done interrupting me in the intro, <laughs> what's going on? I was just adding some effects to what you were saying. No, I'm going to leave it right in there. I'll leave it. Are you? I'll leave it. <laughs> oh, what's happening, Pimpin? Dope. Oh, man. I'm so sick of this rain. I mean, it's fall. It's supposed to be <sighs> cool and dry, and it's just right. like monsoon and cold. It's crazy. I haven't wanted to leave the house, really. For the last four days, I've been pretty much cooped up, sort of run to the store. It's like a, it's like hurricane rain in the wintertime. It's mm-hmm. not a good combo. And, you know, I've been trying to, you know, I have the had the fireplace lit for the last three of the four days of all this rain. Mm. And you know how hard it is to dry out wet wood in the fireplace. It takes forever for it to yeah. dry and didn't catch and burn. All right. Well, since you're stuck inside, did you make it out to get you a beverage? I did. I did go to the uh, DeKalb Farmer's Market and got uh, some of my favorite beers. Of course, I picked up my... My true love, which is the uh, Taj Mahal. <laughs> and then uh, I picked up uh, a beer that I had in, over in Germany, the Bit, the Bitburger. So that's what I'm having tonight. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's head out east and talk to Johnny John. And first, we got to find out. What are you drinking, John? <laughs> God, thanks, Cameron. Uh, I love it. I guess I gotta have a chat with him next time I see him. <laughs> mm. Say, Uncle John, are you drinking? <laughs> I'm having a Sammy Adams Oktoberfest. That's a good one. Nice. That is a yeah. good one. What, what 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 are you drinking, Richie? I have a new one that I found at Trader Joe's tonight, which is from Southern Pines Brewing Company. It's called Man of Law. Hoppy Citrus, American IPA. Let's see. 60 IBUs. Mm-hmm. 6.4% alcohol. And? And? It's in the can. It's in the can. Oh, sweetness. Mm. Sweetness to my lips. That is very good. Very good. All right. Let's see. Johnny John, we have anything to talk about before our topics? We do, right? Right? Yes? Sure. What do you want to talk about? We, we have a name. We our have a name. Our round table has a name. Say what? Has a name. I want what's to thank. This, what, what's this thing called? 
Well, I want to thank round table. Dangerous Dave for this. We were chatting earlier in the clubhouse and the loud pipe slack because you got to have two. One is just apparently not enough. <laughs> so mm. the name we've come up with is called the spoken wheel. Huh? Little hey, give me words about this spoken wheel. What's, what's it going to be about? Well, the way it's going to work is we're starting with members of the clubhouse. So riders of loud pipes. People who support the show that we hang out with on a daily basis. We're going to have a roundtable discussion. Hey, 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 hey! I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do I? What, what if I'm not a member of the clubhouse? Oh, we'll get there eventually. So what? I think we'll we're going to use the clubhouse to work out the format, work out the topics and the cadence and all that, and then as we get going, we'll open it up to anyone. Okay. Why? Just asking. <laughs> you sound upset. Well, I don't want to single anybody out. I want. I don't want to discriminate. That's not clubhouse only. It's just we're just starting there. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. people we talk to all the time. We have a great topic. We have three people lined up to cover the topic, mm. and then we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. We're gonna try to limit it to three people per show. So that'll be. Six people oh. in total. So, so, so the first one is only going to clubhouse, the three from the clubhouse. Correct. But the next one can be open to anybody. Right. We'll be announcing the schedule before January uh, when right. we plan to have each spoken wheel episode. And then people can sign up, help pick topics, collaborate, which, which will, will be required. You know, we, we originally talked about doing it as like a, a pure call-in show, but I think we're going to have to collaborate, come up with a good topic, get everyone connected on Skype or whatever, you know, make sure the audio is good. And then, you know, we'll do it round table style with everyone. Mm. Okay. So it's evolved I, a little bit in the back channels. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure you weren't discriminating. <laughs> Not discriminating. <laughs> Okay, Johnny John. Um, let's see. So eleven twenty nine, uh, November twenty ninth will be this recording nine p.m. as usual, live on Mixler. Am I XLR? I have another question. Okay, what year? Next, it's in two weeks from now. Week after Thanksgiving. Well, you said eleven twenty nine. I don't know what year, right, Rico? You he, he, you did say that. Well, 1129 is a Thursday. You can look it up and see what year it is. Well, it could be a few years down the road. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Why is he busting my chops tonight? I don't know. He's on fire tonight. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we want to say? Oh, the topic of the first one is, and we have, I think we talked about this last week, is going to be the state of motorcycle racing in the United States. The state of racing in the United States. That's funny. Is that, is that a thing? That's a thing. That's a thing. Hmm. Well, that's part of the conversation. You know, Does that have to be just motorcycle racing? Is it a thing? Is it not? Does this have to be motorcycle racing? I think we'll start there. We can we can meander into others if you want, but I think we should start I, there. I can make us go down a rabbit hole? If you want to go down a rabbit hole, go ahead. Okay. Can you fit in a rabbit hole, John? Did you not have your Ritalin today? You're all fired up. 
He is full of hot sauce. Well, well, I'm filling in for Brother Pakin from last week. <laughs> he gave me some of his drugs, his, his, his medicine. How do you like that? Hot sauce. Yeah, Bacon said you were a little hot tonight, so now I know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, he got on me ramped up last night. <laughs> oh, did you guys record last night? We did. Moto Nobody's number 20? 20. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, dong. Ding, 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 dong. All right. See, now we got our music. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Nothing else. Let's get into the topics. All right, the new Indian FTR 1200 isn't even out yet, and there are four options to customize that bad boy. Mm, mm, mm. Brother Hogan, you like what you see? I'm liking what I'm seeing, baby. You like what you're seeing? Well, let's let's give the names real quick, the names of the four different options. So think of this as... I don't want to just say an appearance package, but think of it as some real mild customization to the FTR 1200. So we have the rally collection. So this would be a, uh, what would you you call this one, Hogan? Rally. The rally edition. If you had to put a name on that, would you say scrambler? Maybe. It does kind of, yeah, lean towards a, yeah, a scrambler-looking version of the bike. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would be the Rally. Rally. The uh, other one is yeah. called the Tracker, which obviously is your flat tracker-inspired. Mm-hmm. Which looks very nice to me, by the way. You also have your Sport, which is carbon fiber trim everywhere and some Acro slip-on exhaust. And the one I laughed at the most, the one that's called Tour. Yeah. Which has one saddlebag. One bag. You can't tour anywhere with one bag. And it's a small tank bag at that. (laughs) Tour? It's more like, I don't know. I I, I can't even come up with a name for it, but Tour wasn't what came to mind. Right. Well, maybe the other bags on the other side is what I'm, I'm guessing. Because the pipes are too high to put a bag over them, and you probably burn a hole in it. Either way, anyway, with a bag on the right side. Although it has a hundred percent more luggage capacity than both of my bikes, so that's saying something. That's saying a lot. So technically, it could be. This could be. This could be a touring bike for me. It, exactly, and it has a windshield. <laughs> <laughs> So you have a favorite? You, you've looked at these a little bit. You you like the style of any one of these as compared to the the plain look of the FTR twelve hundred, or do you like it stock? I like it stock. The, the 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 tracker. That's the way I I like the bike with the red and the black and the white side, and it just looks like a track bike. You yeah. know? Yeah. The tank the tank on the tracker definitely looks a lot more like their flat track bike, and the pipes are right. I mean, the pipes, I think, look a lot closer to what I think of as flat track versus the stock bike with them pointing up in the air like that. Mm-hmm. And the white the white one, it's okay because of the brown seat, which is like, okay, I could deal with it since they have the brown seat. But 
for the most part, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's not to me. It's just not, it's not speaking to me. Mm. It's okay, but it's just okay. You know, there's nothing to, to write home about, and you can get it with spoke wheels if you wanted to. That's the other thing. So if you wanted to really trick it out, you could change out the wheels. Yeah, but that's why I was thinking scrambler. You get spoke wheels, get brown seat. Yeah, yeah. Hipster I mean, phenomena. It's it's okay, and I think that the the pipes are too busy. You know, there's mm-hmm. too much going on with the pipes. It's a little okay. bit like a monster. Yeah. Like a, not a current monster, but like a, what was that? What generation was that? Like the S4? Where the pipes yes. come off like that and then they twisted up and they went up parallel under the seat. Well, this don't go under the seat, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but yeah, I, I don't remember. I think it's the monster S4. I'm look at that while you talk. Mm-hmm. And it comes with a really like stubby windshield on the front of it. You can get it with a stubby windshield, blacked out even, with a daymaker headlights. I mean, it's okay. I mean, you could do some things with it, but I don't know. Maybe for a, a woman's bike that might appeal to some women. You know this bike. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, come on. You're talking about the color? The color, the yeah. The styling of it. That's all. Or the carbon fiber one. I mean, some chicks like carbon yeah. fibers. Yeah. The sport one looks good. I, I like the way that one looks. The the pipe treatment is nice. You know, like you said, it's it's it is still is kind of busy. You know, now that I look at it, the side profile, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, there is. Maybe if you blacked them out. To kind of hide them a little bit, maybe that'll work. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Well, since I like the old monsters, I would have loved to see them take the exhaust under the bike and split it. Yeah, and do one on each good. side. That would be cool. Maybe an aftermarket somebody could do something like that. Well, but then you couldn't put any bags on it. <laughs> you could have one on each who, side. Who, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, who cares at that point? Who needs luggage? Yeah, it's not the tour, you know, it's not the tour collection, so who cares? So, okay, my beef with the the tour option, tour collection, whatever they call Mm it, is if you're going to do that, why wouldn't they lower the exhaust, you know, that slip-on, just make it straight out the back so you could put two bags on it? That just seems weird to go through the trouble of changing it to a slip-on, but yet you get one bag. And what kind of slip-on are these? It's like Acro. Acro? Okay, yeah. So maybe another company, who knows, could do a shorter version to do what we're talking about. That would be my that would be my suggestion. Somebody else come out and do it better. Yeah. They tried. Acro tried. So aftermarket, yeah. get on it. We want the exhaust split under the bike, one on each side, down low, so I can have two messenger bags on it. Mm-hmm. I did now I do think that is a nice looking bag. I don't know how much room is in it, but that it is pretty cool. The messenger, messenger bag, bag is what they're calling it. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice looking piece. Mm-hmm. And the tank is. bag is a nice looking piece too. I'll give them that. You like that? I do. And the brown seat. I'm I'm not much for a brown seat, but that one's you pretty know, nice. You know, it's just it's just another three hundred bucks. 
It's just that easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't wait to ride this thing, to be honest. I do want to ride this. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I think it'll be fun, a fun ride. Because just imagine how nimble this bike will be, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to flick it around. And but I, I'm sure. And I want to give Indian their props for the, the website, the little 3D view where you can spin oh, the bike around. Nice. That's really cool. That is. It's nice. They got some, some good tech people up in there. Mm-hmm. Now, they do have the high, high slip-on exhaust package and the low-mounted. So, you know, that's something to consider, too. Yeah, the high mount's a little busy, though. Like you said, it's... I think the low mount adds some symmetry. It's a little yeah, closer. It, 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 it lowers the pipes just above, just barely above the rear tire, so it gives a little gap of spacing between the rear fairing and that rear wheel, and it kind of opens it up a little bit. The high mount kind of hides all that. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that, that high mount slip-on... Mm-hmm. Is eighteen hundred bucks? Oh, yeah, right. And the low mount's fifteen hundred bucks. So, whatever. <laughs> and it's just a slow. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's crazy. It's half of my cost of my bike. And wait, how much? Uh, how much uh, horsepower gain did you get out of this thing? Uh, if any, I didn't Doesn't say. I didn't yeah, say. Let's see, because sometimes they'll tell you that. I expect a couple. Doesn't say though. Yeah. Maybe five percent more. Anyway, John. Yeah. Do you, do you give a rip here? Are you still mm. awake? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So I'll use a question that Bacon has. Okay. He Bacon has a question. Up. Yeah. So DFTR, right? Twelve hundred. It's supposed to be the flat track racer, right? Inspired by it, inspired. Yes. So why do you need a bag on it? Well, because I'm not riding it on the dang track. I'm riding it on the street. Mm. Wouldn't look very good. Um, not following. Mm. 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 And the exhausts are really expensive. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's really expensive. Seventeen hundred bucks for a slip on. I mean, I know it's it's acro, but dang. You know what I would do? I'd load it up, take it down to our buddy Justin and have him put his own put the exhaust on how you wanted it. With your two down at the bottom. Yes. Be all done. Well, you first got to get rid of that big cat. That's got to go. Yes. That's got to go. Because you got to make room for your splitter down there. I'm looking at the left side where you go. There's room. You could do that. Come right out under the chain. Right above the Kickstand there. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Change out that cat. Mm-hmm. I'll make this look like an old monster. Mm-hmm. You can do it. There, there's my input for you. All right. <laughs> well, you made a heck of a trip this weekend. You think anyone would ride this all the way to Florida and back? Ooh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. With the touring model, it's got a windshield. What? Does you it come went- with a better rear suspension or anything? Uh, doesn't no, no, no. Mm-mm. Okay, nope. None of that. None of that, huh? All right. Well, since we talked about flat track, you want to move on to the rules changes? 
let's talk about the rules changing and all the whining rules around changes. it. Rules changes. Well, rules. this wasn't part of the the show for tonight, but I got an email that popped up just before we were about to come on online and talks about Indian's response to some rule changes for 2019 from American Flat Track. And the, b- before I go through it, I guess what I'll say is we talked about this two years ago when they got into it. We that, were ahead of the curve. That it was a different philosophy. You know, Harley has always raced basically a modified bikes. street bike. And and they even went further into that with the XG 750, you know, by basing it off the street 750 and including the engine. You know, it's derived from the from the street bike. And allowable by the rules, Indian built a purpose, a race race purpose? What the heck am I trying to say? A purpose built engine for racing. There you go. And the bike, for that matter. It wasn't a bike you could buy up until recently. So now it seems that American Flat Track is going to change the rules a little bit. And it sounds like Indian is on board with the first two of them, and we'll read them in a second. But the third one they're having the biggest issue with because the rules are allowing for different throttle body sizes if it's a production-based motor versus a purpose-built. And that's the one they have the biggest rub with because it sounds like that's going to be a pretty big hit in the power department. So before we get into the the details of what they are, either of you have a thought on rules changes now after two years of Indian putting everyone to sleep? I mean, if you want to slow them down, you make up new rules. (laughs) You know, instead of upping your bike, making it better, because you don't want to put in the, the work to retool your factories, I guess. Well, like I said, it's a, it's a, I see it as a philosophy difference. I would agree because let's go back to the, and this will go back to preview for the 29th show. Let's go back to, back to NASCAR. What was it? Race it on Sunday, sell it on Monday. Well, that's, yeah, that's why I like the track. And that's, you know, the philosophy Harley kept with is that it's a production bike that you could replicate and buy it for yourself to ride down the street. Now, NASCAR has gone off the board with that because you can't do what you get what they sell or race now. But I feel like you just said, the philosophy is different. I do think with putting it to sleep, we do have to put something together to allow... To fix the competition. Because you are, like the first year, we're excited about flat track. That was going to be Indian Harley. Yeah. <laughs> How many races did you watch, Rich? Um, Maybe two. Why? Yeah. I just care. wasn't into it as much as I thought I was. And, and yeah, it was getting a little boring just seeing Indian run around out front. And- when you see a leader <laughs> get out and run the whole race. And tear it up, and what's the sense of watching the race? I go with the same thing with NASCAR. And I'll bash NASCAR here. We're talking about racing. 
<laughs> but but is the racing part of you know it, it kind of defeats a little bit of the racing spirit you know getting out there next time with a better motor better suspension a better bike is always you're always going back to the shop retooling your bike to make it faster yeah but you know but, so i i think it kind of in a way it kind of stunts their growth you know i can agree with you there rico problem is is let's say harley's already in the rules of what they're allowed to do let's say they're in the rules this is i'm i've put my engine out there and i can't perform i've done i've made my um uh pistons as big as i can go i've done everything i can to make it to compete you know what you do you know what you do then you go get somebody like lloyd and have him come to your shop and show you how to do it right but i'm in the specs i can't go any bigger you can figure it out somehow somewhere lose some weight (laughs) get a skinnier guy i don't know well i was (laughs) so i was originally down on indian for the way they did it because it was a purpose-built machine and engine you know you couldn't buy it i mean i'm a i'm a big believer of racing enhances the brand and the breed so you have a, a street car or street bike that's a you know decent platform and then you race it and what you learn on the track goes back into the street car, street bike, makes it a better machine, makes a better race vehicle, and it goes round and round. But Indian is actually doing it. So I'd, I I don't 100% agree with it because they did bring the FTR 1200 to the street. Heck, they even made the flat track bike available for sale if you wanted to cough up the money. So... Well, let's not knock. Let's not discount the 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 riders themselves, the racers themselves, because right. they did pick like the three top. Yeah, guys. they had. Then they had the the best I mean, of the best. On. Yeah, right. And so, I, and I'll I'll go with that as well. But and I know we're just here sitting here talking Indian Harley, but let's also go. You got Yamaha and Kawasaki. You're out there racing. You know, let's say they're not up there either. With what they're doing. Yeah. And they're production-based. And, I mean, I'll go back with Rico on this thing of saying the new Harley, or the old Harley's out is doing better. I know first year was doing better than the new Harley. So. It almost feels was, like, it almost feels like, um, at least American Flat Track, they need another division. Like, why don't they have a top-tier division that's, yeah, that's purpose-built machines, and have another yeah. one that's yeah. stock. You know, yeah, based like on we do with, yeah, like they do with the street bikes. Yeah, like MotoGP, they have a stock, not MotoGP. Sorry, uh, World Superbike. Mm-hmm. They have their top level superbike class, and then they have their their Super Sport, which is still a race six hundred, and then they have the stock one thousand, which is real close to a leader bike off the showroom floor. So, what does that do to the showroom floor? At that point, then they, different tiers of bikes. Yeah, they all get better and better because even the top tier bikes have to be based on production. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they're they're modified quite a bit, but I don't know. It feels to me like maybe it's time for American Flat Track to have a series that's different. But I think we need to hold this discussion for next show because I do have some gripes with that as well. Okay. Yeah, because it seems like they're they're running two different philosophies in the same division, and that's that's going to cause nothing but a rub going forward. 
Um, do you guys want to talk it, about the specifics on the rule changes, or does it not? Yeah, let's, let's let's put it out there because our listeners are probably like, "What the who the who, who what?" <laughs> so the first change is they're going from uh, Sunoco Supreme Fuel to Sunoco GTX 260. It's a lower octane lead free fuel. It will force reductions in compression ratios and reduced output. Uh, it's something that affects all teams equally, and Indian says, "Okay, that's fine." That's the first one. All right. No beefs there. Right. Uh-uh. Second one is the allowance of a street legal production engine up to 900 CC. So the change, <clears throat> the change to allow smaller displacement engines to increase the bore and stroke past 750 up to 900 will produce broader torque curves, higher peak power where desired, which is a significant advantage production, quote unquote, production engines are also allowed to change out all the internal components, including crankshafts, cams, pistons, etc. Although this change puts Indian at a disadvantage, they support it. They say they support it as part of AFT's effort to create competitive balance. So two changes and they're on board with it. Now the third one, which I mentioned that they they're taking a more serious issue with is allowing production engines. So it's a production based engine to increase from a 38 millimeter to a 40 millimeter throttle body. Now this excludes Indian because it's not a street legal production motorcycle. So this is where they're saying this is going to hurt the most. So the, the article, and I'm, I'm reading this from the V twin blog uh, website, uh, Mr. Larry Marshall over there has this article and they're saying that they're testing Indian saying they're testing has shown that it's 20 to 22% more airflow just with that change in the throttle body. So they think that's going to be a huge disadvantage for them, especially on the big mile tracks where they were the strongest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, restrictor plate. You called it bacon and John. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just leveling the playing field. And I, and I, I think they need to look at it and they need to make changes. I don't need, haven't done in the past they need to look at it if they put it in place they need to look at is it a good change or bad change and make it in the middle of the season i mean they need to try to make it so it's competitive across the board yeah if they want the series to grow people want to see people race and and i was going to say this real quick as well rich i'm you, going back to the racing topic you've watched racing from god 20 years ago because that's you know you're in the racing back then you know You'd have racing, and what happened in the beginning, the middle of the race affected what the outcome was, correct? You remember those races? Crashes. <laughs> well, no. No, no, no. I'm just saying, it was more driver skills. What happened in the beginning of the race affected the outcome, right? Now NASCAR... It yeah, it could. Now NASCAR gets down to, and this is my biggest complaint I have, the last 20 laps, there's always a caution flag to put the group back together. Always. Well, it's it's all different now. What when's the last time you watched NASCAR? I I watched one a while back. I don't know. I know they got all these different stages. Yeah, because the, the stage racing is basically manufactured breaks. So that instead of throwing their fake cautions, they just manufactured stages, which are in effect long cautions. Okay, well that's that's the way I see it. They've they've just they've just taken their you know nonsense caution flag at the end of the race and just said you know what we'll just break up the race into like three or four segments and 
There you go. We'll get them bunched back up every time. And the last time I saw a race, I watched it. They had so many laps left. They threw the caution. They could take off. There's another rack. Then they had to do the green-white checker thing. And they then did it again. And then there was another rack. So, the, so basically, Indian, lap Indian one, shouldn't have won in such a big distance to cause all this ruckus. They came out yeah. flexing too hard. <laughs> yeah. They overdid now, it a little bit. Yeah, they overdid <laughs> it. They did it to themselves, flexing a little too hard. And now they're paying the price for it. So whatever. You know, they would have been like a uh, little kid from The Incredibles, Flash. <laughs> it would have slowed them down a little bit. They have been all right. It's like, all right, all right. No, don't, don't win by two points. Slow, slow, down, slow, down. Yeah, okay, slow down. Okay, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you win exactly. by just a little. Exactly what they should have did. Oh, too funny. And I mean, I don't know. It goes back to the need to look at dash, modified dash, dash, flash, modified races again. Look at the format and just you know, you know what I'm saying, Richie. Anyways, yeah, we were at the um, Bryce and I were at the dirt track last weekend. Was it last weekend? It was two weekends. Oh, ago. Two weekends ago, yeah. Last weekend we were at the beach. Two weekends ago, we were at the racetrack, and I, I love three that weekends. style of racing. What were you go? Three weeks ago? I think it was two. No, what happened through the third week? Oh, Keep going. Who, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Too many brain cells have been killed between then and now. <laughs> but I, I do like watching the different heats and then having a shorter feature where it's go, go, go. Like, there's there's no time to lay back for anything in, in dirt racing, which is cool. And then all the heats break it up. So that's essentially what NASCAR has done is what it feels like to me with their stage racing. Just little heats. All right. You want to get off of Indian for a little bit? Yeah. Cause everybody's getting mad and upset that Indians kicking, butt. I'm sure bacon's kind of burnt to a crisp right now. <laughs> Well, we're going to make him mad because we're going to talk about some Harley recalls. Oh, oh, well, and not so much to talk about the recalls, but just, you know, if you have a, if you have a relatively new touring bike, it, it would behoove you to go check and see if you're on the recall list, because it seems they have another recall with the hydraulic clutch systems. Do you guys see this one? I don't have a Harley, so I you don't have a Harley. Yeah, I don't have a Harley either. All right. You saw it though cuz you have a Harley. Yeah, it's 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 really a like I said it's really more of a public service announcement to go uh see if your bike's on the list but um a couple different issues they have and it all seems to be around hydraulics. You know, either the clutch itself or the brakes or something but uh, a lot of it also seems to be maintenance. You know, bikes that end up sitting more or perhaps through the winter or whatever and um, you know, maybe not keeping up on your, your fluid changes and things like that. So some of it seems to be related to that, but there, there's definitely some kind of issue going on here and they're recalling a bunch of bikes for that. So not to put salt in the wound, but <laughs> it's all good. I mean, recalls are not a bad thing. I don't think I've, I've never seen a recall as a bad thing. I, I see yeah. it as, as the manufacturer yeah. fixing problems and right. So, I wonder what it, 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 is it is 
is it mostly like they're getting too many bikes just had they're seeing too many bikes come back to the shop and these are things that are finding or customers complaining about it you're talking about what's the what okay so i guess i'm being just naive or, or not not informed about how the whole recall process works you know are they just, are they just seeing a are the mechanics finding the problem or is the customers bringing the bikes in with the problem in order to spark the recall to happen you know what i'm saying yeah that's what we're saying how proactive are they to get this stuff done are they waiting till they hit a, a, a specific number of bikes with the same problem well, my, my or understanding, they, or they trying to get in front of it. My understanding that this stuff, yeah, it starts with complaints. You know, you have some issues, you know, people start complaining about, you know, let's say brake issues or clutch issues. And then the dealers, you know, start inspecting, they find issues and then you get a bunch of those that pile up and then that prompts them to dig a little deeper. That's generally how a recall starts the way I understand it. You know, I don't, I don't think this is them. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think this is them finding stuff on their own and just fixing it. This seems like, you know, issues have been bubbled up from dealers and then they take a look at it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, some of this seems to be maintenance, you know, because one of the recalls they were talking about, the voluntary recalls, they basically brought the bikes in and flushed out the brake fluid. That was the fix. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, you've, you've looked at used Harleys online right you've looked at them in dealership yeah, yeah not not a lot of miles on a lot of these bikes right <laughs> so they're sitting around collecting <laughs> moisture in the in the fluids and they're gonna have problems okay so is there a uh, cycle i'm sure there is as, as far as regularly scheduled flushing of these systems and who's keeping track of that when's the last time you flushed any of your bikes uh, brake fluid or anything of that matter? I did front and rear on the R6 over the summer. Uh-huh. And I'll be doing the Harley in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I'm doing maintenance on that now. So I've done uh, engine oil, pr- uh, primary oil, transmission oil. I've ad- adjusted the clutch. So next will be brake fluid and probably fork, fork oil as well. Yeah, you know how much it's gonna cost me to do my fork oil? About sixty ridiculous. bucks if you come to my house. <laughs> really? In a case of beer, right? Let's do it. Uh and some and other three weeks to work I on it. Can't say. Yeah. Three weeks. Oh yeah, it's gonna be on the stand for about a month. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> we have to do it in the wintertime then. Yeah. So I I mean, it's one of those things. Check the owner's manual. It will give you a an interval for that. Or better yet, if you have the, the service manual. I have a I have the Harley service manual for my soft tail and I'll I'll give Harley their props. That manual is amazing. The level of detail, pictures, it's great. Sweet. I love it. Love it. So that's it. Yes. Get your Harley. Sixteen hundred dollars a trade to flush my fluid in my forks. What? $1,600. Wait a minute. For, you talking about from the dealer? From the dealer. Just Bruh, to change almost, the fluid in the yes. forks? Yes. I was like, I oh, know. I'll, 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 I'll 
I'll wait on that. I'm sorry. It's like, what are you changing the cartridges in that thing? Right. It's like, what are you doing? No, man. Wow. Sorry. I was, I couldn't believe that. I was like heartbroken. I was like, all right, I'll be selling this thing. <laughs> That's how I was going to be to fix it. Wow. So I wonder what the procedure is. I'd love to get the service manual for that bike now. And I'm curious. Right. I wonder if they take out that whole front cow or something. I'm pretty sure they should. I'm pretty sure they have to, you know, to get to all those components and take it off. That's crazy. From the tree. But yeah, what a nightmare that's got to be. Yeah. The the other thing I'm doing now that I have the bike up on the stand is I'm going to put some more preload in those rear shocks and see if that, if that helps. Give me you, a little more rear back. suspension. Yeah, it's definitely, because I'm looking at it, it's definitely sagged over the years. It might be time to just replace those. About 30,000 miles on them, so maybe I should just get new rear shocks. Be done with it. I wonder if it's cheaper. Cheaper than what? <laughs> $1,600? Yeah, $1,600. <laughs> just give me new ones. I mean, sorry. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> where are we? We are. Oh, minutes in. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 58, 16. <laughs> Write that down. Because you need to go back to that. You got that TD? Keep no, it scratch no. bad for me. No. Slacker. I am. You didn't tell me how to do that. Because you told me to keep it clean. All right. I closed my. Show notes document. Where were we going? We done with Harley's recall? I think so. I think we are. Yeah. We beat that dead horse. We beat that dead horse. Um, let's see. Other new bikes. There's some other new stuff out there I think Rico wants to talk about before we do our our turn, our thank you and our turn, because then we want to talk about cars a little bit. So what do you got here? Yamaha's MT ten. Yeah. You like that? MT nine, yeah. Oh, MT09. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, um, this, okay, this bike kind of embraces what we're talking about. That Indian should have done with that side pipe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Be perfect. And the wheels. I know you love these wheels, Rich. Whoa, whoa, the whoa, whoa, wheels. whoa. Okay. All right. First of all, it's a Yamaha. Let me start there. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. You're riding a Yamaha now. Well, Mr. yeah, and it's proper. It's blue. <laughs> okay? Proper. And the wheels are black the way they right. should be. Mm-hmm. What is should up be- with these red wheels? Tacky. Well, no. some of the sports cars now are doing this. You no. know, the white the white and black with the, with the pop of the red. I've seen a lot of cars do this. I'm just kidding. Whatever color you like, man. It's great. Yeah, I don't... You mean... I mean, it's different, right? I mean, you want to be different, and here's a bike that's different. I think it looks pretty cool. It's a nice-looking naked bike to me. I like it. You know I've ridden it. You know I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even... You know what? I like the red wheels. You do? Because, Because it's different. You know, you don't see a bike with red wheels that often. And to have it against the white, the only thing it needs is a matte white. Now, this is most of the changes for for 2019 because this has been updated over the last couple of years. I don't think they really changed the bike at all for this year, other than the colors. Yeah. Did they? Did this get a TFT? 
John, do you know? I don't think they updated. I don't it. think I don't think it did just yet. I know the MT10 does as a TFT display, but yeah, this is a fun bike, Rico. I mean, short of the me needing some some touring cred, I would definitely have one of these. Mm-hmm. So that's just one. I just thought that was pretty neat. I just wanted to kind of put it out there. Why do I keep saying MT10? MT09. It's all right. It's all right. We know what you're talking about. I've got cross plane four on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a song in there somewhere. Uh, anything else? Or you want me to move on to thanking some people? Let's move. Let's let's thank some people first because that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. And we already talked about the FXDR on a prior show. <laughs> I see it in the notes. Uh, <laughs> Let's take a moment here and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be the first five riders. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, Zion. Thank you, fellas. Slack pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchy the Pete. Squatchy the Pete. Squatchy the Pete. Barbershop would be Chad, Stephen, and Jacob. And then we have the big group, Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Sean, and Tony. That is the riders group. Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Jared, and Kale are the insiders. So becoming a member of this group is very, very easy. Just head over to loudpipes.net forward slash donate and check out all that we have to offer. Yeah, yeah. Yours is much better than mine. <laughs> a little you turning? Anything else from Eichmann you want to talk about? I know we only got to a few bikes last week. Is there anything else on that list we should go back to? Hmm. 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 I know you, I see you checked off the, the Vit Pillin from Husqvarna. You like that? Yeah. I like that. I think that's a nice looking bike. For some reason. That I mean, looks it, uh, eerily similar to the MT-09. Yes, it does. And I think, just like you, I am somewhat being drawn to the naked style of bike for mm-hmm. some reason. And this one has a uh, um, futuristic feel to it, almost. The way they have the, the tank and the side panels connected and the rear fairing connected as one piece that's a pretty flat seat you like that it's flat i don't know how comfortable it is but that's a huge rear shock there so it may have some give so we'll see yeah wp suspension inverted in the front very nice right i like the spoke wheels on this one and i would jazz it up just a little bit more just to be a little obnoxious because who do you see Riding one of these. Wait a minute. Let me get mm. red spokes. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Nailed it. Drops the mic. Oh. Uh, and you know this yeah. is a single cylinder, right? Right. One yeah. banger. And then I would, I know it's hard to see with the mirrors underneath or outside but i would get rid of those two bunny ears that oh, they have there those things gotta go for sure yeah yeah but uh other than that 
It's a nice looking bike. But tell me, who do you see riding this? You. What? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> no. You're out of John. your mind, fool. Shabila. <laughs> you are out of your mind. No. Oh, that's awesome. It's like 400 cc. Come on. One, you could do one it. cylinder. You could do it. Oh. No, nah, this this is this is like uh, the, the the wife's bike, you know. Maybe I could see it, you know. Skinny jeans, high heels on this bike. Hair I could get my, if I could get my wife on a bike, I don't care what she rides. <laughs> right, but yeah, look at that. I mean, can't you see a woman riding this bike? Yeah, actually, I could see her riding this. That that would probably probably work. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll get one. Get her yeah. a helmet and leave in the garage and be like, here you go, honey. Yep. Happy birthday. There you go. See, like, I ain't riding that. That's too slow. I can't keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ride the blue. I want to ride the blue bike. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for 6200 or 6300 bucks, why not? Why not? The MTO 9 is only two grand, $2,500 more. What if you don't have two grand more or you're trying to keep the payments to a certain dollar amount so it doesn't feel like this huge expense. You get a used one. Get a used one. That's true. But if you want a new one and you want to be different, then you get that. Okay. I I do like the looks. It's a good looking bike. As long as you don't put red spokes on it, dynamite. (laughs) Okay, yellow. Corvette racing yellow? Right. Speaking of Corvettes, you want to talk oh, some cars this week? It's been yeah, a while since we've yeah. talked about some cool cars. It has been a while, and I miss that. Why don't we do that anymore? I don't Is there know. a reason? Well, let's do it now. What's striking let's, your fancy, Brother Hogan? Man, there's a couple cars that, is, that, that are speaking to me. I think there's like four of them. I'm going to do it in reverse order since you're talking about Corvettes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I rub my hands together. Yeah, yeah. I whip my head back and forth. I whip my head back and forth. Lay it on me. Yeah. So the 2019 Corvette ZR1. Man, I said lay it on me, but you absolutely murdered me. Man, it's, it's like a stripper without the glitter. <laughs> So sexy, I guess. <laughs> uh, so this bad boy V8 pumping out 755 horsepower. We are living in good times, are we not? My good. And the front end of this thing is kind of Lamborghini-ish. Yeah, those bulges on the sides are are getting just, bigger. Just, Every time they change it. That front end is speaking to me. For real. It is nice. And it makes this car look so like Vin Diesel. Mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it looks good. I, I really like it a lot. So I say, so what's drawing you to the the ZR1 over, over oh, other the cars? Price. I mean, because the price. Performance for the price? Yeah. I mean, because this car, it has all the the bulgers in the right place, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because any... We, we, <laughs> yeah! 
I said it. <laughs> no, please proceed. <laughs> I got my man junk all over it. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious. But uh, it, it it is a sexy looking car, and um, I don't know if I can get it in that orange color. I'll have to do maybe in the white, or maybe all blacked out mm. to be a little sinister. But I'll have to go with. Uh, let me see. Let me look at the colors. Actually, let's, I'm not. Let's, let's see. I'm not a fan of the wheels, to be honest. Well, those will get changed out anyway, so I'm not really yeah. worried about that either. But I'm saying you're buying the top dog, the creme de la creme, and then. Uh, those wheels are kind of a letdown. Why don't they just put the Why don't they just put the black C7R wheels on it and be done? Yeah, Boom. Yeah, right. Drop the mic. Yeah. Walk away. Yeah. I I like this car in white. In white. Okay. I'm going. I like it. In, I like it. I like it in white. I'm scrolling. Black. The black it, it kind of hides all the the intakes and the mm. vents and everything. Yeah. You're missing it. You can't see all the bulges when it's in right. black. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't see it. Uh, I'm sorry. For me, it's got to be yellow. Yellow, huh? Yeah. I'm not 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 a fan of red, but it's got to be Corvette racing yellow or black. One of the two. Let me look at it in yellow. Let me see. Hotness. Oh, yeah. That looks good, too. See that? It's just the contrast between all the the black trim and the the you know the shaker hood and the black roof and the wing and all that. It's just a nice contrast, even better than the red. Yeah, yeah. I mean, red's nice, but the yellow mm, just nails it. It does. It looks sweet. Yeah, the white or the yellow. Okay, one of those two. I did see one in person a couple of weeks ago in orange, and it's not Shit. bad. No, it's not bad. Really? Yeah. Because I'm getting dizzy and or sick. I'm feeling a little nauseous. No, on online, it's it's a little darker. It's more like a dark burnt orange in person. It's a little bright online. It's not quite that pumpkiny <laughs> in person. All right. So you can change the wheels out, by the way. Man, I hope so because I don't know what it is, but I don't like those at all. Yeah, you can change the color. They look better in black, but. It just, it's, I don't know, it, it's boring, even compared, if you look at the Z06, even. Uh-huh. Let me just scroll back. Even that's a better looking wheel. The Grand Sport is actually the one. And that can be had for $65,000. Say what? But yeah, I think the ZR1, just, just take the wheels right off of the C7R and stick them on there. Be done. You know what's cool is the the car cover, the cover that you can get. Yeah. For the, <laughs> did you see the one? Looks like the race the, car. C seven R. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. Cool. I was like, ah, that's neat. That's really cool. That, but are we living in great times that you can buy seven hundred fifty five horsepower? Right. With seven hundred fifteen foot pounds of torque to back it up. That's nuts. For it's a lot of money, hundred twenty one thousand dollars. But yeah, try try get a Ferrari that makes that much power. Right, you're not gonna do it. Good luck. Not gonna be able to do it. 
All right. So the other car that I like, and did you see the video I sent you with the race between the Stinger and the Mustang? I did, but I did not play it. Oh, okay. But anyway, this thing, the Stinger, went up against the Mustang, was all kind of specked out. You like you know, performance this? You like the Kia Stinger? I like the Kia Stinger, and I would have to get the the GT2 all-wheel drive. It has a V6 twin turbo in it, by the way, okay. for fifty for fifty thousand dollars. And you can kick the butt out of a Mustang, and probably a Camaro for that matter. Well, and this is a four door. What's it making for horsepower? Uh, horsepower uh, three hundred and seventy six horses. You know, back in the day, for less money Monster. than that, you could have got a Chevy SS with 400 horsepower V8 in it. Yeah. Four but it's, it's not as cool looking as the Stinger, though. So, so Rico, it's 365 horsepower, 376 on torque. 0, 060 and 4.7. That's not bad. Not bad at all. It must not be very heavy. Oh, wait a Sorry. minute. Wait, we have sound. I don't know who's going to hear it, but we have sound. Not nobody, because I'm on the wrong audio device. I heard it. Ah, sound settings. Come on, please. All right, I don't know who's going to get it, but somebody will. I heard it first. See that you were John. I heard it. I hear it. Oh, it's terrible. You like that? Oh, that that tune didn't give it any justice. All you hear is induction howl. Always the critic. <laughs> but I, th- I think, for, I think for the money and the styling, I think Kia nailed it out the out the park. To have a four door sedan that can really kick butt in the sports arena, I mean, why not? I think it'd be a All fun right. car to drive. And, and, and I think it's, it looks nice. It, so it I'm does. Burst it really bubble, looks. Rico. You don't like it? I want to burst your bubble. Don't don't worry about it. You can burst all you want. So, babe. so you're talking about performance, right? Yeah. 365 horsepower, right? Right. 060 and 4.7. Yeah. Right? Right. For $50,000, right? Yeah. Go buy a WRX and you can go to 060, the STI, 060 and 4.6. And you're going to pay less money. It'd probably be $10,000 less. But you're cramped. That's a smaller car. Mm, you'd be surprised. This is you can put your bad, your bad kids in the back seat. I put my bad kids <laughs> you know, in the WRX. And they're not kicking your seat as you're driving. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're comfortable. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a proper sedan. And it's right. fun to drive is what I'm getting at. It's, it's sharp for Kia. You know, I think it's a bit much for a Kia, fifty thousand. But you know, whatever they did a good job. That's all I'm saying. And it's the GT2 Stinger. That's the one to get with all the bells and whistles. All if right, you but, were to get one of these. But after hearing the Kia, you had the winner here. Well, you can get. Should have stopped here. <laughs> that's a totally different motor. Yeah, that's a totally different motor. I'm looking out for the rest of the guys here. Okay, don't judge. Don't judge. Listen to that. I'm. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. 
weird. That's a zero. What's wrong with it? I don't know. The mic's too close, maybe. Ah, so it didn't do it any justice, huh? But I guess you can do, you know, if you wanted to do like a custom exhaust. Oh, oh, John, while you're sitting there, see if there's any custom exhaust for the Stinger GT2. See if we can mm. find any sound for mm. that. Huh? Mm. Why, why not? Mm. All right, whatever. Anyways, I thought it was a cool car. I found a ZR1 with Acro exhaust. Yeah, you can get some Magnum Fro exhaust. Yeah. Do they have sound clips? You can send Rich, they can play it. These guys gonna play it or not? Man. I guess we're just gonna have to edit the show out now. Uh, A little bit. Let it fly. All right. So the other car that uh, man, hey, I got I get your sound clip. Hang on. Oh, okay. This guy's gonna get run over. Here we go. You like the Kia Stinger? They were pump. They were pimping this in the Super Bowl this year, weren't they? Go back yeah. in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. I, I like the car for a four door. It's either that or an Audi. If you don't have the money for to do maintenance on an Audi, you might as well get a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to check the insurance before you go buy a Kia. Because I heard insurance is really high on the Kias. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Don't ask me. What's, what's, is, that, is that the car? That's it. Can't make a V6 sound good. You can't make stop. You can't do it. You just can't do it. Do that forward. Give it up. It's a minute 16, Rich. What's a minute 16? Okay, skip ahead. Yeah. Oh, that's stock. Oh, that was the stock. Okay. You changed it out. That sounds garbage. Okay, you know, for a V6, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. It's hard. It's hard to make a V6 sound good, but you know who makes a good sounding V6? Who? Is uh, Alfa Romeo and their uh, Julia. I haven't heard it. You got a sound clip? It's created by Ferrari. Better? No, not really. Not but really? Okay. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Oh, wait, that's not the. the... All right, moving on. All right, so it's not as good as I thought. 
Yeah. Not that good. The Quadrifolio. This one sounds good. No? No. Ah. Yeah, you're right. V6, you can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry, V6. Can't make a good one. Mm. All right, what else do you like? You like the Kia Stinger for some reason. Yeah. You love the Corvette ZR1 for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> what awesome. else? It's awesome. Oh. And I like... What? You going electric on me, baby? I'm going electric on you because that's what we do. We like to mix it up and throw curveballs everywhere. Lucid motor, motors. Okay. Let's come out with the Tesla Killer for 2019. The Tesla Killer, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a four-door hatchback. Five doors, yeah. Just like the Model S? Yep. I love calling yeah. it a hatchback. Oh, you want to get a Model S owner's panties in a bunch? Call it a hatchback. Oh, yeah. Mm. But I'm liking what they did with this car. Uh, the interior and exterior of the vehicle just looks just amazing. And um, just like we were kind of oohing all on over the Tesla, mm-hmm. when they came out with their body style, this one here is doing the same thing for me. This mm-hmm. is a whole new direction, whole new lines as far as the automotive industry is going. They've taken a, 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 a leap out of the box and said, hey, you know what? We're going to bring something out that is totally different than what you normally see out there in the road. And the the executive back seats are the cat's meow, by the way. I'm seeing 400 miles of range. You are seeing it correctly. Speed over 200 miles an hour? Ooh. You are seeing that correctly as well. Can we Isn't get, that crazy? Can you get these or not yet? Uh, this next year. Next year. year. Mm-hmm. And what's the price tag? Top speed on this bad boy is 216. Zero to 16, 2.5. John wants another price. He's going to buy one. But I couldn't find a price to tell you the truth. Lose retirement money. Yeah. They do have a link to reserve one, though. They do. $2,500. It can be yours. It won't work for Rich. Why? Why not? Because they have Google um, operating system. <laughs> I'm out. No. Can't have anything Google in Rich's house. I'm out. <laughs> mm. That's unfortunate. Well, all right. I'll pick you up then. You pick me up. Thanks, man. <laughs> Pretty nice. But, we'll uh, have to keep this on our radar then. Yeah, I thought it was a, a nice looking car. They call it the Air. Maybe because it's open. It's like a whole open concept, you know, with the the glass roof and all. It's pretty neat. I'm worried about how the structure is that having that cross beam, you know, across the front window, go all the way across. But I guess they figured it out. Yeah, and I see they're doing the autonomous driving and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't, you know, we'll see how we got to see how that goes. Right. Cause I don't know if I want a car driving itself with me in it. I mean, I like some of the, I like the way some of the tech is going. I don't know if we talked about this before, but I've rented a lot of cars in the last year and some of the 
some of the driver aids are adding value I can see and some of them are just annoying mm. so the the 2019 Jeep Cherokee that I had had this um, stop and go mode to the the radar based cruise control mm-hmm. so you know how on the highway a lot of cars have that adaptive cruise whatever you want to call it you set the cruise control you set the distance and the car will keep its distance between you and the one in front of you and even slow it down and, and in a lot of cases bring the car to a stop if it needs to well the the Cherokee system took it a step further where it would actually creep in traffic so I know a lot of them don't work under you know a certain speed let's say like 30 miles an hour but this one would at just a crawling pace would keep moving the car along in traffic that was really that's nice. nice yeah especially in California or in Atlanta yeah or that, DC that's a nice feature right <laughs> that's a nice feature yeah that was really adding some value but that's not the only cool things that Mopar is doing. What else are they doing? Have you heard about the elephant? What a <laughs> So at the SEMA show this year, they Mopar announced a crate motor option, a 1,000 horsepower Hellcat crate engine. Get out of here. <laughs> what? How'd you like that for your hot rod? Man. 426 Hemi, 1,000 horsepower, 950 pound-feet of torque. That's sick. You know, when you look at all those, like, uh, Copart um, sites for all the wrecked cars, you know, you see a lot of the uh, Dodge Challengers and Mm -hmm. so forth, all beat up, wrecked. You wonder why. It's a lot lot of motor. That's why. It's a lot of motor. And you would think, you know, they would have some kind of safety mechanism so you don't lose control of that beast. Well, it's a lot of motor, and they're not expensive. I mean, you can get a Hellcat Charger for, what, 70 grand? Mm-hmm. I mean, 70 grand's a lot of money, but... I hear you. It's not not that much of a stretch for anyone to get a loan for that kind of car. Yeah. I would just hate to wreck such a nice-looking vehicle. Yeah. Just goofing off, showing off. For yeah. that split second, when your butt cheeks <laughs> grab a hold of the seat and you wreck your baby, that's, and for what? You know, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was pretty cool, though. So that's, if you know, if you're building a, you know, some sort of resto mod or any kind of project car, really, that's just a crazy thing to buy right from the factory. You know, 1,000 horsepower, done. Warranty and everything. Right. That comes with all the electronics and everything, too, huh? Sure does. Mm. I mean, it's probably, I don't know if it's 50 state legal, but it's probably 48 state legal for sure. Right. Emissions Next, wide. Though. Seven, 707. Oh. Thousand horsepower. Beast. What kind of transmission do you think you have to have to keep up with such a Crank monster. What kind of what? Transmission? Transmission, yeah. Something manual you, you, and strong. <laughs> yeah, you really couldn't. You'd need to write like a racing transmission. Something. Well, I can, tell, I can tell you that when I was out to Shelby and they had the GT1000, Ford stock transmission can hold 1,500 horsepower. In what, what car? Really? The Mustang. 
Mustang. In a stock GT. Or in a stock Mustang. But yeah, this is the transmission can. What about the rest of the drive line? <laughs> right. did, did they change that? Do you know? I don't know that one, Rich. That's crazy. 1,500 that horsepower. They said it could hold 1,500. So. Interesting. Mm. Well, this thing's not going to be cheap. There's no price announced, but last year, Dodge had the, what they called the Hellcrate, which was the 707 horsepower Hellcat, and that's 20 grand. So this is going to be a little more spendy than that. So we'll see. All right. It has the the same 1,000 horsepower package. From? From? Like Hennessy or someone? Yinku. Yinku? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say Yinko? Yes, Yinko. Thousand horsepower package for the Grand Sport LS. $69,000. And that's on top of the car itself. Oh, yeah, Yanko Chevrolet. Yep. Famous Yanko Camaros. All it needs is that uh, ZR1 front end and hood, and it will be sexy. Yeah, Her. all that power and that, that hood's kind of kind of plain yeah yep yeah the nose too yep all right i'll give you that rico Mm -hmm. we'll give you that one you see uh jeep's making a pickup again jeep wrangler pickup you see that i did and then i said ew you said ew oh i like it you do Ah, i'm digging it oh this is like as bad as my kia stinger thing i'm gonna put my my ugly fj09 in the back too Ah, God. You, okay, so you can't talk about my stinger pick. <laughs> you or John. <laughs> Wait, you can't the Jeep Wrangler pickup is uglier than the the stinger? Yes, yes. It is but ugly. I didn't say the stinger was ugly. I said it sounded terrible. That too. Well, the pickup's going to only be a V6, so it uh, sounds see? just as bad. Just as bad. Just as bad. <laughs> All right, Johnny John, anything else you want to talk about? Some events real quick. Yeah, we could talk about events. What's going on in April? Looks like this is going to happen. It's still planning, but, you know, we're still working on it. April 12th through the 14th, the MotoGP in Austin. Right. We're planning. Rico, you thinking about it? Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) All right. Ends that one. (laughs) Uh, Then in June 1st, we're going to have the East Coast meetup again like we did last year. But this time it's going to be in Salisbury. So. I'll do that one. East Coast meetup for? Uh, Moto Mino. Okay. And then let's see. Richie looks like he's playing something for the weekend of July 4th. I don't know. Details probably come out June 1st. Well, no. We're not settled on July, July 2nd. 4th, but we're, we're kicking around that as a weekend possibility. Well, I booked it for myself, so. Booked it where? <laughs> On my calendar for my year. Oh, okay. Is is that going to be a long weekend? Well, the July Fourth is like a Thursday. Yeah, I think it's so people have that Friday and Monday off. Hopefully, you might want that it Friday, that Thursday, Friday. Yeah, like I that. I had another trip plan. I got that moved around for this because I thought that's when you're doing it. Are we going to New York at all? Um, in August 9th through twelfth, I'm going to upstate New York. What are you going to do up there? Go take a group up to where I used to live. Are the people that live in the house that you were in going to be okay with that? Oh, I ain't going to go. No, I'm not going back. To <laughs> no. No. 
Mm. Going back to my home f- stopping grounds. I hear you. Well, all right. Good for you. I'm going to have to do that trip because I, I, I want to go see the motorcycle men, see Ted and those guys. So, uh, they're in New Jersey. We're not going to be near them. Well, I'll it's make a way. special trip. It's on the way. Yeah, I'll make no, a special not. trip. I'll make a special trip anyway. Okay. Just for them. And what? That's all the events for right now. And what about October? Are we going back? Ooh. We haven't really decided. No, we haven't. So we won't say anything. We won't. Not it's not on the list as of now. It ain't because we could do another. Let's do another sh- event. Because there's another event in there somewhere around that same time or close to it. As far as motorcycle events, mm-hmm. in there something. Well, cool. this year was AIM, but I think it's the different date next yeah. year. AIM for 2019. It's going to be, but well, we could leave it and call it as an audible, and that way if we could watch the weather. <laughs> if it's not going right. to be brutal, <laughs> then we can go. That heat was a bit much for me. Uh, September twenty sixth through twenty ninth is aim. Okay, see there we go. We could probably do that. It's around the same time. Let's do something new. And where is it this year? Ohio. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Johnny John. Thank you, Rico. No problem. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And before we sign off, I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you're interested in joining this little group and supporting the show, you can visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. That will take you to our Patreon page where you can check out all the support levels we have to offer. We do the show as often as we can, Thursday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Join us at loudpipes.net slash live. You can mix it up in the chat room. Uh, Nice little group in there this evening. Uh, Mix it up with us and other riders. Follow us on the Mixler app that is spelled M-I-X-L-R, and you'll be notified as soon as we go live. Additional information from this episode, including some links, and I don't know, maybe an image or two can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 142. And here you'll find some links to leave us some feedback. Tell Rico how uh, terrible the stinger sounds. <laughs> Subscribe to the show and follow us on social media if you're interested. Brother Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Big stands up. Let's do this, Brutus. All right, Jenny John. Everyone be safe. Good night. you for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate 